Good morning and welcome to the NCSA Mental Health Devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I'll be your host for this morning's worship. Before we start, let us pray. Heavenly Father, there are many people and many reasons why in this life we experience hurt and we we come to a point in our lives where we can't take it anymore and we start to feel resentful and bitter and angry because life hasn't quite turned out the way that we had imagined it to be. We haven't reached our expectations and people haven't really helped us along this path. And Lord, if it is bitterness that we are feeling in our hearts this morning, Lord, may you speak to us through your word so that we can find healing and rest, so that we can find a true escape from the atmosphere of bitterness, bitterness that we have been carrying, that cloud that has surrounded our, our families, that has surrounded us, and that has really debilitated us and poisoned our souls. Lord, help us now because you are our only help, is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'd like to read for you for our verse this morning from the book of Acts chapter 8 verse 23. It says, For I see that you are full of bitter envy and are a prisoner of sin. The title for my talk this morning is, I am bitter because. So the root cause of bitterness and resentment really is hurt, whether it is real or perceived. There's a saying that says, however, that bitterness blows out the candle of joy and leaves the soul in darkness. And this is really the reason why we have to address this topic of bitterness, because it really leaves us in a dark cloud. It kind of removes the joy of life. And yesterday, we, we addressed some of this hurt and how it grows and develops into toxic bitterness when you do not deal with the present and past hurts of life in the fear of God. So when someone becomes bitter... The bitterness tends to take root, we say, in the heart, and it grows deeper as a result of all kinds of things that have happened in the past and then comes up with toxic attitudes and behaviors inside of yourself. And yesterday we also spoke about the bitterness of a person and that it really is a mood that develops. And it develops from something that happened, which you do not agree with or do not um, want in your life. And you have what's called an emotional biological response to this hurtful situation and then develops certain feelings um, which should help you to make decisions. But then repeated violations or disappointments or tragedies or repeatedly contemplating past violations or tragedies tends to grow into what we call a poisonous mood of bitterness and resentment. And we also said that, you know, bitterness can actually teach us about our own morals and expectations, but it can also toxify the atmosphere around us and around our homes. And this is really why we need to take care of it. And I want to share some examples in the Bible for you um, where people became bitter for various reasons, which will kind of help you to maybe identify where your source of bitterness comes from. And this is really what we want to talk about today. What is the source of your bitterness and the causes thereof? And we look in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 10, we come across a lady called Hannah and she speaks about her bitterness. She says, it says, and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And we said that the reason for this is because Hannah was barren. She couldn't bear any children and she kept coming to the Lord in prayer, asking the Lord to help her. And then we see Job also experiencing bitterness. Job chapter 7 verse 11 says, Therefore, I will not refrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. So we see Hannah being, you know, bitter. We see Job being bitter. And we 
also see Israel when they were in Egypt being bitter. It says Exodus 1 verse 14. And they made their lives bitter with hard labor. And then we see another character, Naomi. Naomi had lost her sons in death. She had traveled to a different country because there was famine in the land. And then she lost her husband as well. And now she returns to her own land, destitute because of all this tragedy that has struck her. And she says in Ruth chapter 1 verse 20, it says, And she said unto them, that's her countrymen, Call me not Naomi which means pleasant, but call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. For each of these Bible characters and became a mood, these people found themselves in what I be believe is today a long... But bitterness doesn't always grow from only external sources. It can also grow because of your internal expectations. In other words, there's a part that I play within the dark cloud of bitterness that I find myself in from time to time. My expectations, you know, if I think that life must always just be good and always just be right and that there's never going to be any disappointments or hurt, then I'm sort of setting myself up for bitterness because I'm trying to aim for that perfect life where nothing Nothing goes wrong, but that's not the reality of the life that we live in. And if you want to listen a little bit about this more, you can go back to one of the talks that I did on um, resilience. Um, it's talk number 46 called um, When You're Going Through Hell, Keep Going. Another internal reason why you might be experiencing bitterness is because of the overthinking. You know, this is really how the mood s sits, you know, constantly, not just overthinking it, but constantly focusing and thinking on the injustices that you have, you know, um, experienced in your life. And we need to be careful to, to constantly be focusing on the negative as opposed to also viewing the positive things of life and the things that have worked out in a good way. Another internal reason why why we might be sitting with bitterness is because of comparisons. And the verse that we started out with talks about the bitterness of envy. In other words, looking at other people's life and comparing your life with it and realizing that their life looks, and I'm going to say looks because, you know, we can't always see what's going on in other people's lives, but looks better than your life. And then you become, you know, sort of angry and envious and jealous to say, you know, like, why must my life be so horrible while other people's lives look so happy. And we need to be careful of comparisons because the Bible speaks about that we should be content with what we have. As a matter of fact, one of the Ten Commandments said, one of the last ones says that we should not envy and that envy only brings about, you know, bad things. And we see that envy causes bitterness. So the internal things that we need to look at is our own expectations. Our expectations of everything must always go right. Be careful of focusing on the injustices of your life. Um, yes, deal with them in the fear of the Lord, but once you have dealt with them in the fear of the Lord, move past them and be careful of comparisons of other people's lives. So we really need to realize that, yes, one of the things that causes our um, triggers to bitterness is external as well as internal circumstances of life, unanswered prayer and relationships. And I want to just delve a little bit into the relationship aspect because we need to identify who it is if there is somebody involved in the bitterness that we are feeling. Um, and the worst kind of bitterness is really the bitterness that you feel from God. If you feel somehow that God has 
has let you down or he has disappointed you. And there really is a hierarchy within the, the scale of bitterness when it comes to relationship. We'll find that, you know, disappointment in God is the worst. And then after that, your spouse and your family members, your friends, and then and then it goes down the list. And And the reason why we usually feel bitter towards God is because of this thing called unanswered prayer. And it's usually the worst kind of bitterness. And we struggle to understand it because we usually say things like, why God? And how can God allow this? If, a, if he is a loving God, how can he allow bad things to happen and it happen to good people? And this is really the worst kind of bitterness. And what you need to identify within your bitterness is, is there bitterness towards God? And then you can ask questions like, um, is there perhaps bitterness towards your spouse, you know, your husband or your wife? We see in the Bible example of, of Job where his wife sort of like turns on him and says to him, you know, why don't you just curse God and die? And I wonder how Job's bitterness that he felt, the seven times that he mentioned it, if part of his bitterness was not directed towards his wife, saying, you know, in the time of my distress when I needed you you weren't there for me as a matter of fact you just told me to give up and just rather just curse God and die I mean who does that and then that's also the second kind of feeling that's the worst and then um your family members, when your family members sort of betray you or, or stab you in the back for some reason, um, this type of resentment or bitten, bitterness is felt towards somebody that is close to you. And, and usually when it is a brother or a sister, you kind of expect better from them, you know, because they're people who claim to love you, so they shouldn't cause hurt in your life. They're your own flesh and blood. And I think this is really a type of bitterness that Esau felt when his own brother and mother betrayed him. And then we also see when when children cause bitterness in the lives of their parents. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 25 says, Foolish children bring grief to their fathers and bitter regrets to their mothers. Because you see, our parents, you know, we expect better. You are raised by your parents in the fear of God. And, and, and we really expect better from children because they are our offspring. You know, we don't expect them to be the cause of our bitterness. And then one which is very interesting, which many people experience is bitterness towards in-laws. And we see this um, in the life of King David, where his father-in-law more than once tried to kill him and impale him with a spear against the wall because of his own envy and because of his own jealousy towards David. And I believe that... Um, it's easy for us to build up bitterness and resentment in this area of where it comes to in-laws because, you know, you can very easily and simply just say, you know what, they're not family by blood. So it's kind of to be expected that they're going to cause me harm and hurt and not really treat me like blood. And, and then we tend to react in ways which are usually not very godly as well. And we tend to cut them out of our lives and treat them in the same manner that we feel that they're treating us. And then, of course, friends, bitterness because of the betrayal or the hurt of friends. And we see Job, you know, Job was bitter for various reasons, losses that he had experienced, but there was definitely relational bitterness as well. His wife who was treating him in a specific way, but then his own friends, his best friends, I believe that they added to the bitterness that he was experiencing. And rightfully so, because as we see it, you know, bitterness, the mood of bitterness comes from a long period of build up. It's not just usually one thing, it's various things that cause, you know, anger, 
anger and resentment and hurt inside of us. And after a while, we become bitter. We become, you know, sort of like disappointed with life and that life hasn't turned out the way that we expected it to turn out. And we see here that Job's friend adds to his bitterness and his disappointments because they come to him with all kinds of supposed advice and reasons for the tragedies in his life. And they basically tell him that it's because of his own sins. And we see here in Job chapter 13, verse 12, that Job says to them, your proverbs are as useless as ashes and your arguments are as weak as clay. And I believe that they were also a reason for his bitterness. Sometimes our bitterness is not directed so closely to home. Sometimes our bitterness is directed towards our country or our nation. Um, there's a saying by Lech Walshesa that says, our own national history has often filled us with feelings of bitterness and helplessness. And this is really true. And sometimes our bitterness can be towards a specific you know, leader within our countries or within our nation um, because we feel that somehow you know, they can do better and they can help us within the 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 bad situation that we might find ourselves in. But sometimes our bitterness is directed towards the government as an organization because we feel that they are in a position of where they can control certain things and they're not doing that which they should do. So this is really, once again, certain hurts that have come from that side and then the expectations that we have of them as an authoritative power. And then also bitterness towards your your religious organization, your church. It could either be towards a leader, your pastor, your elder, whoever it may be, or it can be towards the organization. Once again, because they've been placed in a position of trust and power, and sometimes this trust and power is abused. And we expect b- better from people, especially people who carry the name of Jesus. You know, you call yourself a Christian, but how are you acting and reacting towards those around you? And then sometimes we are bitter towards other religions. You know, groups of people um, or one person within a specific religion um, because our expectations and our values and our morals tend to clash and they act in a way that is contrary to that which we believe. And then we can become bitter or sometimes towards a specific cultural group. We see a lot of this happening at the moment within the world, you know, where where there's a lot of call towards racism happening within various cultural groups. And we see this even having happened in the Bible where the Jews held a, a strong bitterness and resentment towards the Gentiles. And the Gentiles, because of this, reciprocated this bitterness and they couldn't get along. And this is really what bitterness does. Bitterness destroys the joy that you could have within these various relationships. It destroys the peace and, 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 and the goodness that could come from these relationships because we hold on to, to these, these moods that we are experiencing. And then the last one is you could feel bitter towards strangers, people who um, have no relationship towards you, who just came across your road, across your life, and somehow caused hurt in your life. And the reason why this usually hurts us is because we ask the question, you know, what have I done to you? Who am I to you? Um, why could you just not have passed me by, you know? And, and, and we need to sit down and we need to evaluate what our sources of bitterness really is. And part of overcoming bitterness is to identify these various sources and also the underlying internal expectations that might have caused the bitterness inside of you. So you got to sit down today and ask yourself, who 
and why. Why am I bitter and who possibly could have been the cause behind it? And it could be one or it could be many. I usually think that it should be many because that's how mood works. So identify who. Identify in the hierarchy of relationships who it is that has contributed to your bitterness. And it could be various. It could be individuals or it could be organizations. Was it God? Was it your spouse? Is it your siblings, your parents, your friends, your society, the government, your church organization, your pastor? Is it another religion or a religious person, a cultural group? Um, Or is it maybe a complete stranger that has contributed to this mood of bitterness that you might find yourself in? And it could be all of them. It could be various ones. But sit down and I recommend writing exactly who, what, when and where. And then ask yourself, why? What is the reason behind it? Is it because of circumstances of life? You know, Um, is it because of unanswered prayer? Is it relational issues? Um, Is it external factors, purely external? Or are you influenced in your mood because of your internal expectations of things having to be perfect? Or your overthinking or comparisons and envy of others? Or maybe it could be all of the above. And I think usually the reason why we sit in this bitterness of life, this dark cloud that envelops us is because it's more than one thing. It's things that have built up over time that we have harbored and we've sort of put into a little bottle. And unfortunately, when you put all of these things in a bottle, eventually the bottle is going to explode. And, and, and then we sit with this bitterness that lingers and that follows us around. You see, all of this going through this is going to help you to know yourself better. And in the fear of God, And with his guidance to come up with a plan of action to address these various sources of bitterness, the who and the why. First Peter 5 verse 7 gives us advice. It says, cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. You see, the problem is why some of us are sitting with bitterness today is because we have never really gone to the Lord when bitterness or when hurt has taken place. When we start feeling that hurt of, of somebody or something has, has caused us harm, you know, that we, we should be taking it to the Lord immediately. But, you know, we, we somehow bottle it up and we try and deal with it in ourselves and in our own way. And then, then later, we don't even know why we are bitter. We just feel this bitterness because all of this has bottled up, And I believe that what we need to do is we need to dissect this bitterness that is inside of us. You need to go sit down and dissect it and ask the questions why and who. And go then when you have answered that question, even if you have to take months to do it, go and do it because this bitterness is going to kill you. Go then and take the answers that you have found and go and lay your soul bare between yourself and God. Go and speak to him as he says in 1 Peter 5 verse 7 and say, to cast your cares upon him then. Speak to him about the whys and speak to him about the who's and entreat him to lift you out of these anxieties and this bitterness that you have found yourself in and your soul in. Because you see, it really is damaging to us and we need to address the bitternesses of life no matter how far back they go because just bottling it up and ignoring it is not going to work. You see, the remedy to life is really that when a bitterness or a hurt comes up, that immediately every day, as the Bible says, we should take it to the Lord. When it happens, take it to the Lord so you can sort through it and work through it but you see we don't and this is why we carry so heavily on this piled up burden of life called bitterness and my prayer for you this morning is is that you will go and dissect go and find out where the sources of your bitterness lie and go and bring it to the Lord and each day as new bitternesses come up or new hurts arise take it to the Lord immediately so that you can be free of the weight that you carry may God bless you
the Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word yes to plus two seven eight three six five eight four two nine six. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at eight AM. Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word yes to plus two seven eight three six five eight four two nine six. And now May your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.